I was just thinking back and I was like, I don't think I've been to a concert where I left and I was like, man, that was so much fun. I think I've left every concert going, huh, well, that was a concert. I like music. I just don't think I like live music. That's fair. We're recording. Oh. Hi, welcome to KinkCast, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) KinkCast is a podcast about... Sexual fetishes and kinks. Yep. I thought you had more to say. It sounded like your sentence wasn't over. And we like to present... Them in a sex-positive light. Are you going to interrupt me? (laughs) Go ahead. You paused. I thought you were done talking that... The first time I thought you weren't done talking. The second time I thought you weren't... (laughs) Um, we love to dig into the depths of all these different kinds of kinks and fetishes that we find on the internet, research them, and then present them in a sex-positive light, um, because it's fun. Like, you know, the human body has got lots of, I don't know, in the human mind, like, there's all kinds of things that, you know, can be found to be pleasurable. So, but today's episode, we're actually diving back into um, our astrology uh, research um, to discuss the cancer female. Yeah, either the horny or kinky zodiac, whichever one it was that I used. Kinky zodiac. I don't remember what I titled it. Yeah, kinky zodiac. So yeah, we are talking about this again, as we do every other week for the last two months. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is cancer women this time. And the cancer woman, it is the sign of sexual deliverance. And she is titled The Pearl. The Pearl. Interesting. Okay, so just as a refresher, what was the cancer man? The cancer man. We talked about him last time. Got to kind of know him as a... The cancer man is the leech. The <laughs> I'm no. not sure that that's right. It what does it say? The player. The player. Okay. And the sign of right. sexual potential unfulfilled. Oh. It doesn't say unfulfilled. I just added that. You're you're being so harsh on the the cancer male there. They like it. They <laughs> maybe they do. All right. So ah. let's talk about the cancer female. Um, maybe this will have a little bit more insight into cancers as a whole. Um, and also maybe we can find out and see if there's any similarities or differences between the cancer female and the cancer male. Well, the cancer woman is the most emotive character in the Zodiac. Her free form approach to life, uh, is based on her gut instincts and her actions may seem uncontrolled or irrational. Ooh, so kind of a, a flighty, mm-hmm. plucky kind of flying by the seat of her pants kind of character uh she's ruled by the moon as we found out last time uh which is uh uh womanly in nature it represents the uh the mother very feminine yes okay and uh she uh goes with her emotions she let those kind of 
those guide are, her way. Those so. are the impetus for her movement, for mm-hmm. her decision making. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the moon uh, is representative of the mother principle in the zodiac, which resides over flows of fluids in the body, as well as all that water symbolically represents emotions, mood, and intuition, along with other attributes. For this reason, Cancer Woman seem to seems to be all feeling. Wow. Okay. So very emotional beings. Mm-hmm. Very feeling. Very maybe intuitive as well. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. Driven by their emotions, they they both affect emotions in other people. As honestly, based upon the reading, they sound kind of like drama queens. <laughs> a little bit like okay because they can affect and control the different kinds of emotions that are going on mm-hmm. they like to maybe perhaps get a rise out of people or affect other people's emotions as well yes and they yeah they they, they like that <laughs> as I said we will see how they come off as drama queens okay yeah that's fair uh, so cancer is the first sign of the zodiac sequen- second quadrant that which is primarily concerned with one's emotional environment, linking perfectly into the sign's rulership of the fourth astrological house of feelings, as well as the home one comes from and the one and the home one establishes. Uh, cancer is associated with the age group of 21 to 28, a time of mature, maturity when a woman moves from maidenhood into marriage and motherhood, or possibly later. Oh, wow. Uh, the key to Cancer's happiness is to embrace the matriarchal power she wields in the world. In linking astrolog- astrological signs with biblical evolution, Aries represents the Big Bang, creationism. Taurus expresses Edenic delight. Gemini symbolizes the fall. And so Cancer is the flood. Ooh. Okay. Which would it kind of go with, I mean, the way that we think about emotions being flood-like mm-hmm. sometimes. And especially for someone who, I'm, I'm now I'm thinking like maybe she's like a surfer on the wave of emotion. Yes, that is kind of <laughs> how she's described, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, her power lies in actively purging her emotions. Uh, she's wired to take in information and to act on it uh, in kind, at, like at the same time. So as soon as she's taking in information, she is acting on it immediately. Possibly without any plan mm-hmm. or anything to do. So maybe impulsive. Yes. Okay. All right. And usually responding from an emotional place. Yes. Okay. That's probably really healthy. Like I know there there are some people that like something happens to them and they need a time. They okay with the pearl, uh, you know, mention. I was thinking, oh, maybe she like harbors things and becomes very emotional on the inside. But it sounds like she's more of a process it and get it done kind of thing. Okay. I'm sorry. I disagree. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I don't feel like that's healthy. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's healthier to just, like, kick it out, though, rather than, like, like let it fester. I don't know. I do a lot of stuff impulsively that I end up regretting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I do, too. As an Aries, I'm very impulsive. <laughs> I, like, I like to try to think through what I do instead of just doing it. Cause yeah. Usually reacting based upon emotions has uh, led me down bad paths. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Uh, So her body and soul, in her emotional quest which leads straight to men, 
Cancer Women projects an aura of caring little for her own sex. And in fact, in the single active objective of becoming the be-all, end-all little woman to a guy, she might have such utter disregard for women her own age that she seems to them a nemesis, a term whose meaning in this context should not be understated. Ooh, interesting. That's yeah. fascinating, actually. Uh, cancer can come across as conniving, vainglorious, phony, and manipulative, not to mention totally unsympathetico to fellow females. So she's not really like a lady's lady. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not really in the business of making friends with other girls. Yep. She's yeah. like all hands on deck focusing on guys. Yep. It's very adversarial Ooh, to her. Okay. Being the demure darling to men, no matter how disingenuous, is a popular tact for cancer to take. She takes a man. She makes a man feel like big, strong protector. Once again, kind of using those emotional, like, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you're so strong. <laughs> okay. What would I do if you weren't here? Right. Will you open this jar? <laughs> Makes me wet when you open the jar. <laughs> but kind of playing on the needs and emotions. Like, okay, that makes sense. Metal on metal. I know. <laughs> I, I have a... <laughs> Wait, I'll just get rid of it. There you go. I have a new reusable straw that I like to use, listeners. Save the turtles. Yeah. Uh, Famous examples of cancer women are Meryl Streep, Princess Diana, uh, Frances McDormand, Linda Ronstad, Carly Simon, Pamela Anderson, Christine McVeigh, Isabella Adjani, Eddie Falco, Courtney Love, and Liv Tyler. I recognize, like, six of those. (laughs) So, uh, Courtney loves, seems like, I mean, I guess her and her relationship with, uh, Nirvana frontman. Yes. Whose name is Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Yes. <laughs> I was drawing a blank on, uh, I guess she did, she did based upon everything that we know of their relationship, she did pump him up and then she also pumped him full of lead, but yeah. not really. He killed himself, but she she did pump him up to make him feel good about himself while also dragging him down and uh, making him do heroin. Yeah. Not making him do heroin. Enabling him to do heroin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cancer off, uh, often looks like one who's just about to cry. And she likes to use that to her advantage. Mm-hmm. She likes to come off as the damsel in distress, even if she's not really... Uh, she like she, you know she likes to manipulate people's emotions, and she uh, is apparently able to cry on command as well. So, I have seen Lord of the Rings. Liv Tyler can do that. Yes. She's also gorgeous. She's also gorgeous, yeah. and like Meryl Streep too. Like I feel like if you told her to cry, she'd be like done. No Meryl problem. Streep also seems like like a bad bitch to me. Yeah, you know, like one of those like. Yeah, you know, don't take shit from nobody. Yeah, but you can tell that a lot of that is like, I don't know. I think she would be an emotional person. I feel like as an actress, you have to be able to be 
like access your emotions yeah. very very quickly that is so. uh, one of the things that they point out is that they're very memorable actresses because of how they are able to manipulate their own and other emotions yeah and others emotions yeah uh more often than not you'll hear cancer well before seeing her <laughs> she, light dig yeah, okay <laughs> she's the one laughing a bit too loud her voice carrying above all the others. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, uh, like, adopts, like, a party-goer persona uh, because she, f- when she's younger, she feels that that is the best way to attract a male. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also will quickly take on, like, a motherly persona mm-hmm. because, you know, she's controlled by the mother moon yes okay but uh she she is mostly flitting between what it takes to attract what she desires Mm -hmm. but uh when she is sexually inspired cancer throws herself at the object of her lust leaving no question to as to her interest unlike her male counterpart the female crab is no creature of subtlety there's even something exaggerated in her looks her complexion is bright her physicality bubbly and boundless, her eyes beaming and her smile naturally pasted on like that, like that, uh, some beauty pageant contestant. Ooh, interesting. She seems born to make a love connection. Whether or not she's in a relationship, the crab requires, even demands, regular sex. Here we are getting into the good stuff now. Mm -hmm. The sexy stuff. Well, this is still the body, so we're going to be looking at Anatomy and things first. Sure. Uh, It seems cancer women are uh, polarized among the breast size spectrum, either having sizable, quote, jugs or the barely there mosquito bites variety. Oh, okay. Either way, she tends to suffer from a serious case of boob envy. So she's she's big. She wants them small. She's little. She wants them big. Right. Her ass is usually round, though not overly ample. And more than any other zodiacal sign, Cancer takes pride in the appearance of her pussy, prettifying it with a whisper quaff, whisper thin quaff, as to somehow make it more a more lovable treat, a little present to the prince that sweeps her off her feet. Oh, wow. Uh, Cancer tends to be very much the blonde, if not literally, then in personality. Uh, she's generally light-haired and light-skinned as, uh, in regards to the rest of her, uh, ethnicity mm-hmm. and, uh, other females in her family. And if she is not light-haired, she will very quickly make herself that way. Hmm. Interesting. So she likes, uh, dyeing her hair blonde. Right. According to this. Uh, so moving on past the body. I mean. Yeah. That's pretty thorough. A blonde in personality and a blonde in physicality, it seems. Yeah. She did did kind of describe her as the stereotypical blonde center of attention grabber. intentionally so. Yeah. Like, she knows she's doing it. Mm. Or maybe, I don't know, it's just a natural thing that comes to her. Yeah. Okay. So her sex and sexuality... The cancer really clings to the first eligible boy she takes romantic who takes romantic notice of her. 
She often gravitates towards unemotional, insensitive, or even unattainable types, believing such qualities are linked to conventional masculinity. Indeed, all the hackneyed gendered images are covered. A guy must be tall, sporty, authoritative, and and stoic. So, okay. This usually leads to her being let down. Yeah. Because she sees all these things as like something that she wants, mm-hmm. but it's not actually what she wants. It's well, like representative of what she wants. She wants someone who will treat her like a princess. And for the most part, this stereotype doesn't treat people like princesses yeah yeah treat them more like you're just objects yeah hmm interesting uh she rushes into things like a river uh, without much circumspection sex may be the most startling means for cancer's self-expression a vehicle for declaring a deep-seated need for uh, the unconditional love that she's after Far more than any other girl in the Zodiac, sex for a cancer is too easily confused with love. Oh no, her heart's in her vagina. She's also like boning all the time. (laughs) Oh, is that what the G-spot is? No. Oh. It's a joke from a TV show I like. They're basically like, oh no, you need to stop thinking with your heart. And she's like, but I thought it was a good thing to think with my heart. And she's like, but your problem is your heart's located in your vagina. Like, you have sex with one person one time, and you're like, it's love. So, I don't know. That sounds kind of like mm. along the same lines of what we're seeing here with the cancer female. Yeah. I can see that. She a does get confused with... It's a, fun, it's a funny... But let's be honest, ladies, who doesn't? I think there's like a phase where every every woman goes through that where they're like... But we had sex. You have to love me. And it's like, oh. That's because society has been conditioning. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's definitely a construct, a conditioned uh, thing, equating love and sex. Yeah. And also, like, when you get that good dick. Yeah. You gotta lock it down. Yeah. Or you gotta want the dick to lock you down, one or the other. (laughs) Exactly. You gotta trap it in your clapper. Oh That's, my goodness. <laughs> is that a thing? Is That's that a saying? Not one that I've known before. <laughs> That's trademarked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna file a patent on that. Oh, that's funny. Oh. I feel All dirty. Right. I feel dirty. She is perpetually being drawn to such loveless creeps, domineering guys whose tyranny she misreads as loving attention. Such a character will not make a suitable consort to the Cancerian princess. She needs a true equal partner, a prince among men, not some tyrannical king. So, does she fall for the bad guys? Or bad boys? Or is she looking for, like, I don't know... Like, the good guy that just kind of has a lot of bad guy qualities. I don't think it's either of those. Oh, okay. I think she's... What she's looking for... It, it seems to me what she kind of is attracted to is, like, the frat guy stereotype. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Who, like, 
comes off as like uncaring and you know the stereotype the big buff Ronnie dude who like doesn't really care about like who's in his bed right from night to night but she wants to lock it down well she thinks that's what she wants yeah but that's not she needs someone who actually does care for her yeah but like she has the whole image the stereo the stereotypical masculine image all wrapped up in her head that that's what she desires right the the disconnect between like actuality and like fantasy perhaps mm-hmm. okay that makes sense uh, cancer woman does have a voracious sexual appetite that is no cinch to satisfy even when she's on the giving end which is her usual and indeed favored position to be or place to be blowing her mate or doing all the major maneuvering even in the submissive position her lover should realize that he's being engulfed for her pleasure not for his Ooh, interesting I'm, I'm already thinking of pairings but I won't get to that yet. Uh, cancer woman is the most willing recipient of anything being dished out. For when it comes to sex, she doesn't take her, quote, I feel motto lightly. Cancer wants to, be, wants to experience erotic sensation as acutely as possible, requiring a deep rogering. For, rogering meaning sex. It's an old term for sex. It's like a British thing. A stiff dicking? Yeah. A deep rodry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> for for reasonable duration, though she'll expect it to be done with enthusiasm and gusto. Yeah. Going down on a guy is never a chore is never the chore it can be for many women. One would think that the cancer girl has an unhinged jaw. Damn. She really does swallow her lover whole. So she's got the enthusiasm too. Like she doesn't yeah, just she loves she's when she's going down on someone, she's gonna be moaning she's gonna be doing the stereotypical moaning that you hear in like mm-hmm. porn when a girl is like <laughs> blowing a guy and being like ooh, ooh. It's like, <laughs> what's this doing for you? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Uh, as the moon rules both saliva and vaginal lubrication facilitators of her desired profound penetration are ample Ooh, so she's a flood in all mm-hmm. the ways she might be a squirter it doesn't say that in the book because i think but they i feel like that's that a fair assumption at this yeah. point yeah and as we all know mostly pee it's mostly just urine and other stuff and but other mostly stuff. just pee yeah but if you're into it that's fine good on you Good on you. Know what you're working with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she does love, like, cuddling. She'll fawn and fondle her partner, always having to touch or kiss or cling in some cloying manner. So, again, like, this feels like the stereotypical, like, sorority girl with the frat guy. Mm-hmm. Where, like, she's just always, like, on top of him. There's always, like, PDA... And yeah. it's always in your face. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't say this, but I've always seen that as, like, a show for others of being like, see, look how happy we are. Yeah. See, like, 
oh, I'm, I'm touching my lover so, so much. Oh, aren't we so happy together? Everyone look at us and envy us. I want to be the center of attention. Look at me. Oh, I'm loud laughing. Ha ah. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That does sound very much like what we're dealing with here. But if you're a sorority girl and into that kind of thing, good on you. It's not a bad thing. It's just a, a, a PDA type. Yeah. Like, there are lots of people that, like, can date and, like, prefer to stand 10 feet away from each other. Like, <laughs> as is proper. <laughs> Gotta save room for Jesus. Yeah. But the then only there's time... the people that are like, oh, you know what cracks me up? Is, like, whenever you're, like, in the supermarket and somebody's walking around. This was a West Texas thing. I should I should preamble that, by the way. And but someone's like, got their hand on the other person's pants, jerking them off. No, 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 not that, not that. Like, I have a very like, low image of West Texas. <laughs> like five steps back from that, they're basically walking around like with both their hands in the other person's like back pockets, like holding on to that. That's junk not five in the steps trunk. back. That's like a step and maybe a okay, half. Okay, okay, a step and a half back. Like just like they're walking, and it's like they're literally attached at the butt parts, you know. And it's like, oh, that's that's like a high level of PDA. Then there's this, which is like I just like to hold on to them or, you know, stroke them above the clothes, not stroke, stroke, but like you know, like pet them. I'm like stroking. That I was gonna say that's, that's like a whole other. That was the wrong word for me to use. But it's interesting because like there's like levels of PDA, and this is at that like where we just started dating and we just want to be around each other a lot. And we just need to like touch each other all the time, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I've been at Walmart here and seen a a guy with his hand down his girl's pants. Damn. Not yeah, like like you would see with you what you described in mm-hmm. West Texas with like. Their hand down their back pocket. Yeah. Except not. Just, oh, like, just in the pants. Just in the pants grabbing the booty. I mean, I guess, like, sex is important, and but also grocery shopping is an also necessary function of adult life. That's why you always wash your produce. <laughs> you don't know okay. whose juices are where. Oh, okay, all right. A guy did get arrested in England at uh, what Saxby's or something. No, that's it's an English grocery store. Some yeah. Weatherby's, something, something like that. Uh, for uh, pulling his pants down and rubbing rubbing produce on his bare butt. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Always that's... wash your produce. And this coming not, but like a week after the ice cream liquor incident. No, this guy was this guy was well before the ice cream liquor. No, I'm saying like this episode right now. Like, oh yeah, we just had an incident of that. Ladies and gentlemen, check for safety seals. <laughs> the bill doesn't have safety seals. I know. Well, they kind of do. They mm. freeze their ice cream upside down so that it forms a seal. I mean, I guess, but it doesn't have like a plastic seal. No, they should do that. Hey, you know what? If the, if the, what was it? It wasn't salmonella. What was it they had before? Salmonella. (laughs) It came on salmon. No. Um, Listeria. They had a listeria issue with Bluebell a long time ago. It's about time that they like. Listeria? Yeah. Are you sure that's not like a fantasy disease? No. It sounds like something from like Lord of the Rings. It does. And it then does. Listeria spread across the world. They had that issue Usher several years ago. Age. You think at some point they're going to start putting like safety seals over the ice cream. But, you know, whatevs. 
<laughs> you can hire me, Bluebell. All I'm, right. I'm fine with it. Less plastic. Yeah. I don't like single-use plastic. Yeah. No. All right. I, I'll I'll take some woman licking my ice cream. <laughs> Whatever. Ooh. All right. Yeah. I've got an ice cream cone for her. Okay. <laughs> uh, no one uses sex to fulfill the emotional void as much as she does. So. I wonder why she has such an emotional void. She seems very, very emotional already. So that's weird that she would use sex to fill a void if she's such an emotional person anyway. So I don't remember if I've talked with you about this off air or if it was on air. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the things that I try to leave out from these segments when I read through them is the, uh, like, paternity of oh, okay. Uh, okay. these, because mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense to me. Right. Uh, like, how would, how would the cancer woman, how would her sign affect her parents? Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, it, do, it does say that... Uh, these women usually come from uh, broken households without fathers. Oh, okay. So she she might just be processing. Which also would make sense why she's attracted to the stereotype, you know, archetypal yeah. dude. Yeah. But, yeah. again, I try to leave that stuff out when I'm going through and reading these because that makes no sense to me. Less sense than the Zodiac already makes sense. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. But, okay. Yeah. So she's trying to, like, any time she's, like, experienced trauma or stress or anxiety, that's a good time for her to turn to sex. Just, like, kind of... But she also wants to fuck. Yeah. Like, she doesn't seem like she... It's not something she doesn't enjoy. Yeah, she um, loves fucking. Yeah. And she thinks that means that people love her. Yeah. Again. That's the fate of, Stereo- of stereotypical many of us. sorority girl. Yeah. <laughs> many of us have been down that road before. All right. True. <laughs> I empathize with this. If I have, if I give him the good sex, he will fall in love with me. I empathize with this as well. Oh no. Okay. Uh huh. She is at once the most ex- experimental and the pickiest of the female signs. There is nothing she won't try. Once, twice, three times, my lady. No. Once, <laughs> three times, the lady. <laughs> once, thrice, or more times in the process of defining for all time what suits her sexual self. She's, she will do anything. Mm-hmm. Once she realizes that she doesn't like it, she won't do it. Yeah. But she will do anything. And she'll try it a couple times. Mm-hmm. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Okay. She is no victim, even when consenting to activities of the most submissive kind, that those that many might well consider sexually degrading. Okay. All right. So she's not, like, put off by, like, the labels and things that go on some sex acts, or the the stigma attached with some Mm -hmm. sex acts. Yeah, she's just into... Good for her. (laughs) Oh, apparently Shelley Duvall. Why was that not listed earlier? Um... She's also one of these. Shelley Duvall? Yeah, no, I know who that is. I'm just having flashbacks to The Shining right now. (laughs) And I'm wondering if that screaming face of hers by the door, whenever he's, like, cutting through the door, is, like, the O face. Because if that's the case, like, 
I would not want to hit up Shelly Duvall. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to hit up Shelly Duvall either. Yeah. But that's, yeah. I've heard she's got issues. She's, she's like, I don't know. I mean, she had her acting heyday, but I don't know what she's up to these days anyways. Oh, I've heard stuff about her recently. Oh, really? Yeah, she's kind of off kilter. Oh, poor Shelly. Yeah. I don't blame her. She was in The Shining. Okay. Yeah, she was uh, emotionally and physically abused during The Shining, thanks mm-hmm. to uh, Stanley Kubrick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of those, from all those classic film directors, always abuse their actresses. It's no joke. <laughs> Only a female, only a cancer female, can describe in mixed company a night spent with a lover and a double-sided dildo without a sniff of irony. Oh dang! So no shame. Shameless. Yeah. Wow, very cool. Sitting down for Thanksgiving dinner with family. Oh, this is my new boyfriend. He just, uh, we just had double-sided dildo action last night. Awesome. Yes, that means he was pegged, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Good for her. There shouldn't be shame or stigma around a lot of it. Okay. I mean, maybe don't talk about it at Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, that's, yeah. Unless you want to kill some of your relatives with, like, a heart attack. I mean, or, or you don't <laughs> want to be invited to Thanksgiving dinner the next year. So that's how you get uninvited from Thanksgiving. Noted. <laughs> Thanks, cancer woman. I've, I... <laughs> My uh, my younger cousin, who is married, uh, once uh, at last Thanksgiving, I believe, brought up like something about their sex life to like I can't even remember what it was about. It was something super vague. Like it was something that like would be on a PG show, mm-hmm. where like it was very like very innocent sounding. Yeah. Like unless it was someone who was in like looking into it. Wouldn't have been like, oh, she's talking about fucking. Mm-hmm. But her mom was, my aunt was immediately like, you can't talk about that. <laughs> no, no, you can't talk about that. Ugh. And I was just like, your daughter's pregnant. Pregnant. She knows how to do something. Uh, yeah, I hope you know she's fucked. <laughs> Shh, that's not table talk. No, that's can't talk about that under the eyes of jesus yeah no all right back to cancer woman well that was pretty much it for straight oh okay good it doesn't really like go into any of their i mean we we will talk about their kinks and stuff mm-hmm. when we get to like that part but it doesn't in, in the reading it doesn't talk about it because it does it is like yeah she'll try anything yeah and she might like it and she might not if she likes it, she likes it. If she doesn't, she doesn't. But so. she'll give it the good college try. Yeah. And she does like swallowing, which I did mention. Yeah. She loves BJs. Enthusiastic about BJs, too. Yeah. That's awesome. So. That just makes me think of that woman that did the grapefruit. Yeah. Do you remember, like, listening, the very first time you watched that, you're like, why is she making so much noise? <laughs> like, she's just incredibly noisy. She knows what men want. Maybe she's a cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Or maybe she's got it right. Like maybe that, uh, the noises that you make with your mouth might, uh, vibrations. Yeah. 
I, you know, I don't know. Might do a little bit more. I don't know. I do have a friend who has... Had sex with that woman? Who has a husband who plays the big... Big... Tuba. A large... Yeah. Like a... Cello. It's not a tuba. It's like one size below... Baritone. Yeah. That's a... That's just Is it? No. No. I don't know. I don't know. It's a big brass instrument. Anyways, and I'm like... Do you ever sit on that thing while he like blows it and it just like vibrates? Like I feel like that would feel nice. No, you ruin the instrument. Um, you can't get those kind of juices up there. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's just pollution all over. No, well, I mean, like you, you would do it with clothes on, maybe. Like, I don't know. Whoa. This is where the lady sits when I play the instrument. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'd imagine if you're giving somebody a blowjob and you like hum, it'd probably feel good. I don't know. Or you do that. <laughs> Thanks, grapefruit lady. I've had, I, a, I've had a fantastic sex education. Think Thanks, she, internet. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she was, maybe she needed someone to do the Heimlich on her. <laughs> Isn't that how Job of the Hunt? No. <laughs> You think it's salacious crumb, his little yeah, side one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't even. Okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> uh, she is into threesomes and foursomes uh, with men and women, but there is one thing that she's not into. What's that? Dudes doing dudes. Oh, yeah. No fair. She's very against that. Yeah. So if there are multiple men in... She usually doesn't like uh, MMF mm-hmm. threesomes. Mm-hmm. She's more into uh, other girls. She's super bisexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, if she is in a quadsome, mm-hmm. uh, men can't touch each other. Not allowed. Not allowed. Not allowed. She doesn't like she doesn't like seeing dudes do other dudes. Very uh very against that. Alright. Uh she's fairly contemptuous of men who do men, while she herself can be the consummate bisexual. Her breast envy slash obsession certainly becomes a driving force for her sexual interest in girls. Cancer is aware that she is typically more sexually advanced than other females, and she thrives on the idea of seducing a straight-laced, more proper type than herself in bed. Cancer wants to open a woman up, demonstrating her knowledge of how to pleasure a girl. Also, super hot in porn. But (laughs) (laughs) I generally don't care for lesbian porn. Mm -hmm. But if I did have to watch lesbian porn... Like, watching an older, more mature girl seducing the, you know, the innocent girl next door. Mm, okay. That's a thing. That's, yeah. That's a trope? Is that a trope? It is somewhat of a trope. Okay. And it is hot. <laughs> <laughs> but I generally don't care for lesbian porn. I want to see that hard dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, did you, what was the phrase you used earlier? The hard Johnson, the deep. I want to. I want to see a good Rogerine. A good Rogerine. <laughs> okay. Roger, Roger. Oh, is that what that? 
all the Star Wars references today. That was happening in Star Wars. We're trying so hard to like not digress too much. That droid just wanted to fuck. That's he was what it just is. lonely. Roger, Roger, Roger. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> if only they had given him emotion, it would have just been Roger, Roger. Yeah, Please. yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on to the uh, gay cancer woman. Ooh, okay. Uh, when the cancer woman does identify as gay, well, when a cancer woman is gay, this book is a little old, so it does I- say identify as mm-hmm. gay, which I was also like, mm, is that the proper? It's just, it's just outdated. Just, yeah, it's just, they are gay. You don't identify, it's just what you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, she will do so completely and never look back. The gay cancer woman does embrace a rather self-righteously feminine view of the world and with a decided parental bent. Hmm. The cancer's choice of a partner. She's most attracted to wholesome girls next door in whom she seeks to instill her instantly, intensely feminine wiles. There, are, there is a sense of her offering a lover a taste of empowerment via their sexual activity. Foreplay especially may be a fulfilling extended affair rife with lingering, louding, touching, and kissing. Wow. Lovemaking for the gay cancer female is a momentous occasion. So this is like all all hands on deck, all super involved, definitely into making sure the pleasure is mutual or the pleasure is focused on... Pleasure is mutual, yeah. Yeah. They're in, in a... Uh, it does say in the gay cancer relationship, mm-hmm. uh, reciprocation is like mandatory. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Which uh, is interesting considering we found out early on that they don't usually get along with other women. Like mm-hmm. the, the straight, um, cancer female doesn't usually get along with other women. It seems like in this case, it's very, well, see, I feel like different. that is because of, she sees them as competition. Right. Because when we get to the gay cancer woman, mm-hmm. it, it like it said it like it said they they turn and never look back. Mm-hmm. Like they completely like cast off the world of men. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so before moving on to that part, uh, she loves to have her breasts fondled, sucked, nibbled, and squeezed. Giving and receiving massages, cuddling and mutually stroking for hours on end. Wow. So this is a long process. This is not a hit it and quit it and move along to something else. This is a a long time. It's it's not just getting off. It's like worshiping each other. That's nice. Yeah. Often the gay cancer is a new agey character, the kind of woman who all but turns her back on the world of men. And so when she goes for the ladies... Men are completely out of the picture. Right. They are cast to the wayside. There's no threesomes happening for Mm -hmm. this lady because, well, there's... No regrets. Well, yeah, she doesn't want men involved whatsoever. Right. Like, we would see, like, with other, like, the Gemini woman and that kind of thing, where it's like, okay, yeah, if they're, like, gay, sometimes they'll invite a dude along just to have his tool around. Right. Uh, When... When cancer's gay, it's like, what is a guy and why should he be around? <laughs> what's the what's the feminism that casts off men altogether? Like the novel? Which wave? 
Oh, I, you know, I don't know. Off the top of my it's head. It's like third wave it or something. Yeah. But where it's like... Not necessary. Men are completely un- unnecessary. They're yeah. useless. There's no reason for them to be around. That's essentially... I feel like if we're going... If we would to attribute that to a sign, that would be the cancer woman. Like, she would be like... It sounds like it. Yeah. No. What are men doing? They're useless. They're stupid. We don't need them. <laughs> okay. uh, whereas... Basically, when she's attracted to, that's what she's going for. Right. Whatever and, she's not attracted to. Blinders on, yeah. focused on that. She, Makes yeah. sense. Uh, sex is a private affair for the crab, who, though willing to throw in the kitchen sink into the bedroom with her and her mate, tends to draw the line on introducing a third party. Okay, so this is pretty exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was the cancer lady, for the most part. We still have to do... The turn-ons and then the pairings. Ooh, yeah, definitely. That was her. It seemed a little less juicy than the other ones, mostly because it was just like, yeah, they're into anything, whatever. Yeah. Whereas the other ones were like, here's this, what they're into, but and not this. here's how their vagina responds when a uh, guy uh, speaks a little bit lower. And it's like the other ones felt like super detailed, where this one is like, yeah, she'll figure a way out. Yeah, <laughs> she likes it. She yeah. likes it. If she doesn't, she doesn't. <laughs> so okay. did you want to do the turn-ons or you go ahead and then i'll do the pairings okay. give it a minute we'll take a break give it a minute we'll take a break give it a minute we'll take a break 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 hey dana what's up chris have you heard of podcoin i have heard of podcoin i would hope so because we've talked about it a lot <laughs> we we do talk about it a lot but it's because it's a great app yeah and i really love using it because i can continue to collect pod coins that I can use to buy stuff or donate to a good cause. You can donate to a good cause? Yeah, you can donate to a good cause. I usually try to donate to bad causes. I don't think they sponsor any of those, but you can look. Yeah, I don't think they do either. <laughs> but if you're interested, you should definitely check out Podcoin, where you can listen to your favorite podcast. I'm pretty sure they have all of them. And earn points for doing so. And you can use those to buy things like, I don't know, save up for an Amazon gift card. Or you can also use them to support good causes. And if you sign up with the code KINKCAST, that's capital K-I-N-K, capital C-A-S-T, you get 300 points to even start off with. Mm -hmm. And we may or may not be a bonus podcast at the time of this recording. Right. Well, we are at the time of this recording. We may or may not be when it's released. We probably will be a few days after that again. Right. Well, and that means if it's a bonus podcast that you get actual extra bonus points um, that you can use towards your donation or your uh, shopping goals. That sounds super awesome. I'm going to go on to the iTunes App Store and download PodCoin or... Go to the Google Play Store and download PodCoin. If it's on Google Play, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's everywhere. Okay. Because I have an iPhone. This is an intermission song. You gotta give it on. I wanna... So, the straight turn-ons are tall men, Nordic types, blondes, businessmen... Uh, jocks, bodybuilders, smooth torsos, nudism, light S&M, slaving, double dildos, strapping on, 
father figures, couples, swinging, anal sex, passive B&D, sex clubs, hedonism, swapping, polyamory, swallowing, intense nipple play, downers, and quaaludes. Is that the first time that it's been said that drugs? <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, firemen, cops, delivery men, water sports, submission fantasies, prostitute fantasies, dungeons, whips, and chains. That is a hell of a list. Yeah. Wow. Everything in the And it did thing. really hit some of those um, role-playing sort of um, figures of, like, the policeman, the, you know, yeah, the fireman. Yeah, all the stereotypical, like... Mm-hmm buff authoritative dudes yeah yeah or in case of a policeman buff authoritative and don't care anything about you dudes yeah at least policemen in america (laughs) if you're a policeman in america i don't mean to stereotype you but i'm also would be very surprised if you listened there we go there's that all right i just think there needs to be better training for the police in america amen and oversight but yeah uh gay turn-ons uh submissive women big breasts dark hair cunnilingus active bnd mastery domination tattoos piercings they're into straight couples weirdly because it's also like no threesomes no yeah uh flavored lubrication uh 69 belly slash nipple rings active heavy s&m Water sports, toe to clit stimulation, shaving, grooming, rimming, active heavy nipple play, edible underwear, public sex, even though it did say for these, sex is a private endeavor, mm-hmm. groups, swapping, pimping, enslaving, stripping, teasing, torture, rubber, leather, latex. Wow, that is also a list. All right, so we'll get right into the couplings, of which I have a few thoughts. As we kind of like read more and more and do more of these episodes on um, different astrological signs, it's kind of interesting because I'm like, ooh, that would pair really well with the, you know, the discussions that we had on this person or this, you know, particular sign. Do you want to make a, do you want to like make your predictions, put them in a sealed envelope that I can open up after? That'd be really cool. Or I can just tell you. I think that the straight cancer woman would make a really good pair with the Taurus man. Because he just sits there and takes it. Like, that's all he wants. He doesn't want to do any of the work. Yeah, and he is supposed to be, like, well-endowed. And he's, he's like, the stereotype dumb, dumb, dumb. Yeah, but he's also, like, a manly man. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's the bull. Yeah. Whenever he's... we were reading about, like her being really wanting to like please and do all the work even from submissive positions i was like oh yeah i bet she's really great with the taurus man so anyways let's see she'd probably slip in that double-sided dildo without him missing much yeah that's probably true that's probably true he's like what else what's going on back there Where am I? Anyways, all right. Um, so let's talk about these straight um, cancer woman couplings first. Um, the first one here is with the Aries man. She's a Cinderella inspiring his signature rescue fantasies. He's a self-professed knight in shining armor, all chiseled features and noble intentions. 
Codependency is a pitfall, but loving support makes them stronger. Sex is a healing experience. Hmm. This is going to be another sign where it's like, she goes good with everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Co- codependent relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. With the Taurus man, she sees a safe, steady guy, someone she can trust. Her volatility stimulates Taurus's caretaking instincts. It's tin hanky twosome. Much ado about nothing. They cry till they laugh. In bed, she's a skillful sexual teacher. Oh, okay. All right. I was I was expecting a lot more of like this is the perfect couple. A tin but... hanky twosome. That's what it says here. How much does he come? <laughs> <laughs> um, what I'm the... kidding, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I don't Those know. Are for your face. Yeah. Not yep. your semen. In that, yeah. That's what socks are for, right? Ask any man. All right. Um, Gemini man, he's a man of action, a guy with great prospects. She's that someone who will see him through struggles. Their rapport seems caustic. Constant quipping calls for patience. In bed together, they constantly try new tricks. Hmm. Hmm. Constant quipping? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds playful. Mm-hmm. It kind of... It sounds fun. And All right, here we go. I don't see that Here's the, Yeah. Here's the doubling. Here we go. Uh, cancer female and cancer male. The two moon-ruled souls share a rare and rarefied emotional and sexual connection. They seem to live on their love alone. At home, everything looks a wreck. But chaos is comforting. Bed is a safety zone where anything goes. This is the rare one where it's like, they get along perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also feel like these might be playing to the nicer sides of some things. Yeah. For people that read the read this part and they're like, oh, uh, I'm in a relationship with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, with the Leo man, Cancer's father issues may finally get fixed. Leo's warm nature is awakened. It's soul asylum, a safe place to purge emotions. He's compelled to control under the guise of being helpful. In bed, she teaches him a thing or two. Mm-hmm. With the Virgo man, he's in rescuer mode, sweeping Cancer off her sore feet. But her sexual history might be epic, causing him concern. With candor, such troubles are surmountable. In bed with no holds barred cancer, Virgo really lets go. Sounds like Virgo wants a virgin, though. Yeah. He's like, oh, you've had sex with more people than I have. Or had had more, I don't know, wild, kinky... Tried. You've tried more things. I don't know. Other people have seen your pussy. Is it jealousy or is it... Like it's reverence, thing. yeah, yeah, maybe so. That's what I think. Yeah. <clears throat> With the Libra man, openness is this pair's ongoing theme. Sexuality is a liberal subject for Libra, giving Cancer license to color outside the lines. Their erotic repertoire will always be original. Bisexual scenarios are stimulating. Mm. With the Scorpio man, her effect on him seems instantaneous. She's that princess he'll perch on a throne. Cancer is unafraid of his spooky disposition. 
This is <laughs> this is rarely a casual coupling. Sex is vigorous and athletic, still sensitive and intimate. That what, might be the best What time of year is Scorpio? Oh gosh, hell if I know. Hmm. Well, haven't we haven't gotten to Scorpio yet? It sounds like it might be a good episode for spooking cats. Spooking cats. All right. Um, with the Sagittarius man, he's undaunted by her turbulent temperament. Exhausted from taking life so seriously, she finds relief in his lively approach. A notoriously wild couple, they might live hard and fast. In bed, immense appetites are indulged. Hmm. With the Capricorn man, at first, mind-blowing sexual encounter, uh, sexual encounter paves the way for a commiserative bond whether as carnal cohorts or something more committed. Erotic activity borders on extreme. Strange, rough sex could be standard. Interesting. That was the first one that didn't sound... It sounded negative in that it didn't describe anything besides their sex life. Right. So it's like, everything else is bad, so we're just not going to bring it up. Right. But they're good at fucking. But it also sounds like she's good at fucking anything. Yeah. Aquarius man. He dotes taking responsibility for her feelings. In a constant process of catharsis, this couple is exhausted and exhilarated. Sexually, they're often at odds. She needs intimacy, and he's happiness. He's happiest somewhat detached. With the Pisces man, they push each other's buttons, though with the best of intentions. An absorbing bond, he especially uncovers old burdens, healing in the process. Cancer opens up, too. Sex is an escape from stresses. There was never, there wasn't one that stood out really much at all. As, yeah, the, the second to last one sounded negative, but yeah. Uh, yeah, all of them just seem like, yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna be good at fucking no matter where she goes. Yeah, yeah. And that's, like, what she requires most in a relationship. So she's going to be fine on her end no matter what. Yeah. Apparently a crab fucking a fish isn't too bad either. (laughs) Uh, What's what's the one? Borders on extreme, strange, rough. Oh, no. I'm sorry. That was Capricorn. Never mind. All right. Yeah, that's it. All right. Um, Let's see here. Uh, The gay couplings. Um, the Cancer Woman and Aries Woman. There's a promise of hedonism here. Danger and excitement are the attraction. Together they thrive on social spontaneity and serendipity. Sex, especially with a buzz, is mind-blowing. There's a thrill in threesomes. With the Taurus Woman, they get off on being girls together. It's all dress-up and makeup. They may lead a lewd lifestyle, one that includes sex with strangers and swapping. If intimacy is lacking, this pair may opt to be pals and not partners. Aw. But huh. fucking buddies. Yeah. It's like, it seems like they can be like, because they're both very strong feminine signs, mm-hmm. right? Like Cancer's a feminine sign and Taurus is a feminine sign. So yeah. that kind of makes sense. They're very girly together. With the Gemini woman, mother issues abound, but a certain amount of healing takes place. Gemini lightens and learns to love more without fear. The crab has an emotional leg up on enchanting Gemini and ingenue. Sex stays spontaneous. 
Um, with the Cancer Woman, Cancer Woman and Cancer Woman, Moon Mamas are moody together, a liaison regardless of its length that boosts self-esteem. In the extreme, this pair puts on airs. Crafts and homemaking are emphasized. Sex is secondary to cozy cuddling. Which is just a shame, because it seems like, like Cancer's really like expressing their emotional connections with sex yeah that's weird because of how into sex the cancers are but Mm -hmm. then when the cancers are together they're not yeah maybe it's one of those like they're both um positive yeah yeah there you go that's what i was thinking too we are of one mind (laughs) all right with the leo woman it's emotionally fulfilling after an initial period of testing if they survive struggles, it's often a loving, long-term coupling. But to others, they're exclusionary. In bed, cancer submits to the lioness's supremacy. Ooh. I mean, it did seem that she was, like... More submissive. Yeah. Yeah, and happy, and happy to be there. With the Virgo woman, cancer seems lost at sea. But Virgo doesn't give in to the moon woman's mood swings and changes of heart. Earth crunchy sensibilities are exacerbated. Earth crunchy sensibilities. That was the entire thing. No. Oh, okay. No, there's one more. There's one more sentence, but I just that was a strange one. Earth crunchy sensibilities are exacerbated. The scent of patchouli may well waft from the bed sheet. Bed sheets. Mm, that's patchouli. <laughs> patchouli. Is that a it's a. It's an essential oil. It's like a plant, but it's like a very hippie, patchouli kind of. Are you sure that's not like a famous opera singer? No, that's Pavarotti. Yeah. Close enough. Pavachuli. <laughs> oh. You, you're on the right track, Chris. All right. <laughs> what does um, he smell like? <laughs> probably patchouli. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, all I, right. What does that mean? <laughs> no, I mean, even... I'm not questioning... What does that mean that scent of patchouli wafts from their bedroom? Like... There's, is there nothing going on in there? So they're just I, having essential oils? I understood it as they're kind of hippies. Like like old hippies. But it also seemed like they didn't like each other. <laughs> She's really lost know. at sea, and Virgo's just like, yeah, whatever, I'm not giving into your bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Um, <laughs> with the Libra woman, cancer seems the ultimate catch. But she too falls, infatuated and with vivacious Libra. This relationship is romantic. Gifts are constantly bestowed. At home, they're surrounded by beauty. In bed, atmosphere is utmost. Hmm. With the Scorpio woman, hooking up means hitting partnership payload. Both carry baggage, but togetherness treats old wounds. Conflict may surround domestic duties. Sex seems always to involve the element of surprise. Surprise, I'm naked. That's what I, I, you know, like the cancer crab and the Scorpio scorpion. I'm like, are they just like poking and stabbing and pinching each other like all the time? It's like Like, Naked Man from uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother. (laughs) Works every time. Have you ever seen that episode? No, I've seen it. And that's why I was like, wait, what's the reference? Like, why are you referencing that? It's just a surprise. Surprise. (laughs) Naked. Let's do it. Oh, my goodness. How do you have surprise Um, sex? 
Uh, don't answer that question. <laughs> don't <laughs> I was about to say. You just explained how to do it. You pull a naked naked man, although preferably with somebody you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, not someone that you're not in a relationship with. There you as go. Yeah, depicted in the show. Yeah, no, like the way he did it, probably not the best. Yeah, yeah. especially um, when he's married to someone else in the show. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, that, that too. All right, with the also that actor is married to an actress that is on the show. Yeah. Um, okay, the Sagittarius woman. They embody different aspects of womanhood. Here, op- opposites attract as much as they annoy. Physical contrasts are exploited for erotic potential. Still, on an emotional level, this couple struggles. That just sounded like all struggles. Yeah. I like, don't... emotional and otherwise, that just sounded like all struggles. Well, it did quote that song. Mm-hmm. We come together. all right with the capricorn woman they're searching for salvation a soulmate with cancer the sea goat wait what capricorn is a sea goat (laughs) Um, maybe he's a goat because he's fucking a crab a sea goat uh, because he's fucking a crab okay um, well, it's a she in this case. Well, yeah. The seagoat learns to heed her sign's watery half, that tendency to emotionally fishtail. It's all about forgiveness. In bed, patience is required. What's a seagoat? I don't know. We need to look that up. We need to research Capricorn. Capricorn the seagoat. <laughs> I just wonder what a seagoat is. Yeah, I don't know. Is that like a ski do? Oh, we'll have to come back to that. With the Aquarius woman, big issues abound when these supernatural sisters sign on. They're so in sync. It's scary. Still, they go through phases of fierce fighting. Chaos can be exhausting. Sex is like their social life. Wild, fast, frenzied. That doesn't sound very good either. With the Pisces woman, they experience their first meeting as a religious experience. Little wonder, vivid deja vu accompanies an intense, undeniable physical attraction. A long-term bond will be life-altering. Sex is heightened. Hmm. Interesting. So there's lots of lots of interesting and um, like kind of surprising couplings. I was I was kind of surprised about some of the ones I had thoughts about, and then there was a few others that I was like, mm, that sounds not so great. But so the Capricorn. Capricornus. It's one of the constellations of the zodiac. It is named for the Latin for goat, horned goat or goat horn or having horns like a goat's and it is commonly represented in the form of a sea goat. A sea goat. Okay. A mythical creature that is half goat, half fish. So the symbol for or Capricorn is not represented by a goat as we would commonly know it to be, mm-hmm. but as a half goat half fish is it a water sign maybe <laughs> oh, all right well i think that's pretty interesting capricornus capricornus fantastic well we'll have to definitely i barely know us oh uh, well we'll have to get into that when we get to that particular sign but i think in terms of cancer females this was pretty enlightening very princessy very pearl-ish um, I think you said, like, Cinderella, looking for the prince. Yes. Hoping Very to find like him Cinderella. at the ball. You know, um, I think Take all of that really fits. And at a ball. 
Well, if you enjoyed this episode of um, KinkCast, and especially our astrology episodes, um, you can definitely hit us up on Facebook at KinkCast Podcast, on Twitter at KinkCast Podcast, um, or you can actually email us if you'd like at KinkCastPodcast at gmail.com. Um, all of those places, we definitely look for messages from people, mm-hmm. and we enjoy hearing from our listeners there. We've been kind of quiet the last week because I haven't had internet, so I haven't been able to check it as frequently, but we definitely will, and I just checked our reviews on iTunes, and I will have to say that we got some not-so-positive reviews. So guys, if you're out there and you like the show, please give it five stars. And tell us where we can improve. Yeah. Send us an email, a link. We have people that are nice enough to listen, and they're like, there's something going on with your sound, and it's like, that helps. So, And if you're still listening, and you're one of the people that gave a middling review, <laughs> uh, change sit. it to five stars. Come on. <laughs> Go sit on a tack. Why are you still listening if you gave it three stars? <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyways, yeah. Um, definitely reach out to us. We love to hear from our listeners. But the um, best thing to do to help out the show is to give reviews for the show. It's true. The Even best if thing it's you not can a do. Review. Yeah, the best thing you can do is give us a review on iTunes. So please definitely do that. Yeah. The algorithms matter about total reviews, not high reviews. You don't have to tell anybody that. Yeah, but don't give us one star reviews. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Oh, man. And you'll have to join in next week as we get to episode, what, 95? 90-something. Jeez. Well, and we're talking about something. We are Guess talking what I found about out. something. What? Scorpion is spooky. <gasps> are you October serious? 24th through November 20-something. Sweet. We'll definitely spooky talk cast. about that. We'll definitely do that. Unless I come up with four new episodes for Spooky Cast. I'll be struggling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks so much for listening. Check us out next week. Yep. See you next time.